your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. King on VGK's defensemen and the Golden Knights have hit the wall losing three out of their last four. Hi again everyone, I'm Tony Cardasco. You can follow us at Locked On VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. You can hear me each Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, which can also be heard on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available on all platforms. After watching the Golden Knights' lackluster performance live against the Chicago Blackhawks on Saturday, I still believe, as I said last week, that this VGK team has hit the wall. They have really worn thin. They had no energy in the 2-1 loss in the Blackhawks, a team that came into T-Mobile off of a loss to the lowly Coyotes. They also gave former VGK goalie Mark Fleury too much respect, I believe, in my opinion, and the only goal came from an unlikely source, a defenseman, Ben Hutton. And that was his first as a Golden Knight. Hutton currently on that one-year contract. He played for Toronto and for Anaheim last season. I was focused not on the shots that didn't get through or the lack of crisp passing in the O-zone, but on the Golden Knights defense. I kind of honed in on the VGK defense. And boy, let me tell you, they made a ton of mistakes and I felt that they just pinch in too much or go too deep. And now that the Blue Liners have over 100 points on the season, I feel that much of their time is wanting to score goals. That's how they're spending their time, and they're not getting back defensively, and they are pinching just too much, too often, and too deep, and they can't get back defensively. I realize the players want to get caught up in the rush, but they might be looking to be too offensive, to be honest with you. And I really do believe that fatigue has set in. This team has lost three out of its last four. They have the game against Toronto here on Tuesday night. And then VGK will have six days off since the Edmonton and Calgary games scheduled for this weekend have been postponed due to COVID. So that will be a big time for recovery, get back on track. And right now, if you look at this VGK team, I say that they are in fade mode. Okay, so here are some of my observations. I was at Saturday night's game. The spark plug, Alex Petrangelo, I feel he's playing too many minutes. Alex Petrangelo, once again, led the team in minutes played. He came off of the COVID list, and he has not been the same since. It's still taking him a while to get back into the flow. 30 total shifts on Saturday night and about 28 and a half minutes of ice time. In the offensive zone, you can always catch him cheating. He's always moving up near the circle, and that in turn has led to a defensive liability. He's not getting back defensively. And to further illustrate what I said earlier about them pinching too much and trying to get shots off, the defenseman took 12 shots on Saturday night. Another observation, Chicago kept the Golden Knights outside. We saw this in the past with the Predators last week. The Rangers tried to do it, but VGK outpaced them and just went up and down the ice at will. And they sort of tired out the New York Rangers. On Saturday night, the defensemen didn't start the transition game. They couldn't get it out of the zone quickly. They could not get the transition game started. There was no transition to speak of. Shea Theodore was firing away at the point. Five shots on goal. 
And again, they were just kept outside. We saw this with the Predators. If you clog the middle against VGK, your chances of winning increase. You can't allow the Golden Knights to get the puck out on the fast break, out on the odd man rush. We finally saw Petro and Theodore together on the ice together. Petrangelo started out with McNabb. Petrangelo beaten for a second time in a row, second game in a row on a breakaway. I would also give Petrangelo a break on the power play unit. On Tuesday night, let's do that first and foremost so he can steady himself. Uh, You know, he might be feeling some effects of COVID. And again, when he gets back into the lineup, it just takes him some time to get back into the flow of things. Can't say enough. Notoriously slow starter with VGK. On another goal on Saturday night, Theodore was just caught puck watching. This team, especially the defense now, I feel needs a break. Other observations about the Blue Liners, Zach Whitecloud is pretty consistent. He had that two-goal game against the Wild last month. He has a plus-minus of 13, that despite a minus two on Saturday. He probably has been the most consistent, though, in my estimation, uh, currently with VGK. And Petrangelo, in and out of the lineup, Whitecloud is now approaching a career best. Last year, 12 points, already has 11 in 26 games. He already has a career best of five goals. Theodore and White Cloud were paired together, and they have been for most of this season with everyone in and out. And last game, we also saw Ben Hutton and Dylan Coughlin together. Hutton scored that goal, and Coughlin has been active, but he played only 13 minutes in the Blackhawks game. One of the more durable defensemen is Braden McNabb, but now even McNabb could be wearing down. He has played in every Golden Knights game so far. We saw a ton of his hip checks earlier in the season, but not as many of late. Good news for VGK, Alec Martinez is back practicing over the past week. They are bringing him back slowly and cautiously, however. He would be a good addition, especially with his shot-blocking ability, and perhaps we will see him come back after the All-Star break. Like most of the Golden Knights, this defensive unit is just gassed. Up next, some power ranking updates. Where does VGK stand? You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthy, then Built Bar has to be in your plan. Built Bar tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Unlike other protein bars, it doesn't taste chalky or waxy or like a chemical spill. Built Bar needs to be built into your 2022 plan. Covered in 100% chocolate, most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar and net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Built Bar has so many flavors to choose from. There are always new limited flavors that you could find at Built.com. Go to Built.com today to get 15% off your order by using the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Perusing the power rankings on a Monday, and despite this latest Golden Knights slump, where would you be ranking the VGK? I think I voted them 10th in the latest Locked On NHL power rankings. Are the Golden Knights still a top 10 team this week, even though they have lost 3 out of 4 at a time in which they should be stacking wins at home? And in the last Locked On NHL power rankings, yeah, I think that they wound up number 10. The latest ESPN power rankings were released before the Rangers and the Blackhawks games, and that was a split for the Golden Knights. Does VGK play to the level of its opponents or what? A few days removed from what many media members here in Las Vegas were calling the best win of the season, a top six win against the Rangers, the Golden Knights come back and they lay a not-so-golden egg against the Blackhawks. 
they really showed nothing in that game. The last ESPN power rankings have the Golden Knights at number 11. At times, VGK has looked good. Saturday night's game, someone asked me if I thought that the Golden Knights were still a Stanley Cup contender. I said, yes, absolutely. If, well, if the team can get healthy, if Jack Eichel can live up to his billing, and if the defense can play better, and if Robin Leonard doesn't give up cheap goals. But yes, as we approach the midway point of the season, I still feel that the Golden Knights are a cup contender. They just need to be healthy. They need to steal some games right before the big all-star break. They are still in first place, although the margin has shrunk over second place Anaheim. The Golden Knights host Toronto on Tuesday, and then they play Pittsburgh, two of the top 10 teams currently, coming up after a six-day rest. I have a lot of respect for the Maple Leafs personally, and I feel that this Toronto team can make a serious run. A couple of big games, I think, for VGK. But VGK, again, has six days to prepare for the Penguins. Currently, overall in the power rankings, Carolina, they are at the top. And they they still are the best team that I've seen overall this season. They're at the top of the power rankings. Then Florida, then the Maple Leafs, and now the Avalanche, who are averaging over four goals per game. Out of the West, Calgary is ranked ahead of VGK2 at number 9. That team can be explosive. The last NHL.com power rankings had the Golden Knights ranked 10th. The Golden Knights need to make a push before the All-Star break. That's all that we know, and we have to believe that they're going to have to just regroup here, and they are limping to the finish line. The good news is if the Golden Knights can at least get their legs back for Tuesday's game and get fired up, they need to play with emotion, then they have time to recoup the six days between games between the Maple Leaf game and the Pittsburgh game. It was sort of a blessing for the Canadian games to get postponed. Those two games in Canada this week, three tough games and two on the road this week, that would have been real difficult for the Golden Knights. And there's one other home game for the Golden Knights. On January the 20th, they'll be entertaining Montreal. So if the Golden Knights can win, I would say like two out of three in this stretch, I would definitely consider it a success. VGK then has its toughest road trip of the season to round out this month. Man, that's a killer. They'll be at Washington, at Carolina. They're traveling to the Panthers and to Tampa Bay. That is a real tough stretch coming up. Just a thought, are all of those hits on VGK starting to take a toll? I think so. They were out hit again in the Blackhawks game. Again. Many of you, and I've heard some media members as well, say that it's not that big of a stat. Yeah, okay. Every night they get out hit, and Nashville laying 55 hits on the Golden Knights last week to me was just pretty big. That contributes to this team wearing thin. Coming up next, Toronto comes into town, and how does VGK weather this storm? You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Thank you for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. It's free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. How will the Golden Knights weather this storm, having lost three out of four? Well, first, I have to believe that they have to play with more emotion. Last week, Ryan Reeves said that he was shook after seeing his tribute video for his welcome back to Las Vegas. He said he just wasn't right after that. Well, Saturday night, I felt that the Golden Knights were shaken after they saw the Marc-Andre Fleury tribute video, more so than Marc-Andre Fleury himself. VGK could only muster a Ben Hutton goal in the loss. The Golden Knights were passive. They didn't have any tempo, and they sure did not have any fire. I was just uh, really amazed that they didn't play with any emotion in that game. They were weak in transition. Their shots offensively, they didn't get through. They treated this Blackhawks team like they were playing against the Chicago Bears 46 defense. 
nothing got through, and they were tentative, and they didn't attack. And I said at the top that I felt that the Golden Knights might have had just too much respect for Marc-Andre Fleury. They didn't get into the dirty areas too often. They settled for all those shots from the point that just didn't make it through. And you hope that VGK doesn't show the same respect for the Maple Leafs on Tuesday because I feel that uh, now they can go back to normalcy and they can turn things up. Enough of the tributes already. This is a big game to take back momentum and to stay on top of the division. A big game to turn the corner, I feel. I was looking through some notes on Sunday, and I wondered whatever became of the new DeBoer forechecking system that we heard from Chandler Stevenson. He talked about it at the start of the season. Is that still in the works? Did they scrap it? VGK has not been forechecking the way that we know that they could in the offensive zone. It's not been a major part of their game during this losing skit. They need puck possession, and that would be a start. They need to play with fire as well. They need to get the bodies back in front of the net. And what concerned me most about the Golden Knights on offense on Saturday night when I was there at T-Mobile Arena was that they didn't cycle. They didn't work the puck around. They didn't get a good look on net. Flurry too, also frustrated the Golden Knights, no doubt. They have to play within their system offensively and defensively. And as I said at the outset, they also have to find a happy medium for the defensemen Are they spending too much time in the offensive zone? Are they allowing odd man rushes and breakaways by opponents on stretch passes back the other way because they can't get back? They really need to tighten things up. I feel that Robin Leonard has to make some big saves to get the momentum swinging in VGK's direction. He let up yet another cheap goal the other night, and he needs to have a couple of solid performances over the next week back-to-back before the road trip. Even when Leonard is winning, hasn't he been letting up just too many goals? And do we have an update on Laurent Brissois? Is he injured? Will Logan Thompson stay with the club? Will he get a start during this stretch? On offense, I just didn't see any movement away from the puck. VGK needs to get its offense going again. Pete DeBoer said that they ran a little dry the other night. I said they were running on empty. I would put Yanmark on the top line with Stevenson and Stone. And again, I've said it repeatedly, I would move Carlson to the third line until he gets his game together. He had a goal and an assist this week on a goal that he kicked into the net, and he was the top star of the week. They had no offense. That's how dry this offense is. I personally would put Wah on the second line with Carlson and Dodonov and Kolasar on line three, and they need some scoring out of Kolasar. That's another way that they could get things moving forward. He has to produce. And on the fourth line, well, it looks like Will Carrier is hurt again. He spent only three minutes on the ice before he was injured. Upper body injury is what they said. So probably now the fourth line heading into the Toronto game would look like Patrick, Amadio, and Howden. That's just a guess. Or they could bring someone up from the taxi squad. The key to the Vegas offense is getting pucks out of the zone, creating those odd man rushes, playing well in transition. They need to create a lot of opportunities on their own, and they need to take over the middle of the ice once again. That's what they did in the Ranger game. That's the direction they need to go. The Golden Knights are going to have to contain the Maple Leafs on Tuesday night. They have to contain Austin Matthews first, players like John Tavares. They could be really tough. I feel that it's going to be an up-and-down game. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Among the players that could be returning to the lineup on Tuesday, Mitch Marner and Pierre Engvall. They are on the COVID protocol list currently. 
Andre Kasha has been out with an upper body injury, but he practiced with the team over the weekend so he could return. The Maple Leafs blowing a three-goal lead in Denver Saturday, and they lost in overtime. The Maple Leafs are trying to keep pace with the Panthers and the Lightning in the Atlantic. They trail those two teams by just four points with games in hand, and we'll have more on our preview coming up tomorrow. Finally, we are saddened to hear the news on Sunday that longtime radio personality Brian Blessing had passed away. Blessing was the host of the Vegas Hockey Hotline and also the Hockey Hotline in Buffalo for a long time, and he will be missed. Condolences to his family and friends. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you once again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.